0: Assalamu Alaikum, my name is Fatma Saber and I'm the host of the Muslim Girl Podcast. If you're new, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here with me this week as we discuss different topics that impact us as young Muslim women in the Western world and all the responsibilities and everything else that comes with being a Muslim girl in the Western world. If you're an old time listener, welcome back. I'm so excited to have you back here with me once again and I'm so sorry I've been missing in action over the past couple of weeks stuff has been crazy procrastination is real and i don't know stuff has just been a little bit wonky the past couple of weeks but you know i'm back and inshallah i'm going to be uploading regularly now and inshallah we're going to have a great time and keep your eye out for inshallah other exciting announcements that are going to be coming out you know things like bonus content so if you want to get in on that make sure you're following me on instagram at the muslim girl podcast and without much further ado let's get into today's episode Okay, so as for what I've learned this week, I'm going to give you guys like a recap on what I've learned over the past couple of weeks that I haven't been recording and uploading. So the first lesson that I learned was don't be afraid of having a conversation with someone that's going to impact your relationship with them. And what I mean by that is if someone's behavior is having an impact on you and you feel like it's a negative impact and you really just need to get something off your chest with them, definitely have that conversation, okay? Because it is important to... Make sure that your relationship with the people that you care about is healthy. And you really want to make sure that you're feeling good too, right? You don't want to be feeling down all the time. And even if someone is saying something and it's coming from a place of love, you don't want it to be something that hurts you all the same, right? Because the people who mean the most to us tend to hurt us the most with their words. And, you know, I was talking to my friend about it and she was like, you know, the thing is that, It's on you if it bothers you and you don't say anything, but it's on them if you say something and they keep doing what's bothering you. And that really hit me. I was like, man, like, I just need to have this conversation, you know, just talk it out. And, you know, for the most part, things do go well. As long as you're not like, okay, you did this and how dare you and it's all your fault. No, no. What you want to do is say, hey, I know you're coming from a place of love. Okay? And when you do this, it makes me feel this. Don't focus on the action. Just say, hey, when you do this, okay, you've given them the action, okay, that's their part. Then you focus on how you feel, how upset it makes you or how it makes you angry, whatever, okay? You don't want to focus on them being the problem because then they're going to get defensive and that's going to get both of you nowhere. Okay, so you really want to focus on how it's making you feel. So the next thing is that gratitude is such a big part of making me feel good. Like just being comfortable and feeling good and just, you know, living my best life as they say, right? And I haven't been doing it for the past little while and honestly it's just taken such a big toll like i'm beginning to realize how big gratitude is in just maintaining my mental health and just you know making sure that i'm feeling content and happy with how i am where i am in my life right now and you know like really following that gratitude journal that you know you guys now have access to on my etsy page and i will be linking it down below if you guys would like to check that out but honestly like it does have such a huge impact on your mental health because once you know you begin to thank allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for what you have he gives you more right and this the opposite is true if you start complaining to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the more he's going to give you to complain about Right? So you really wanna make sure that you have this attitude of gratitude and making sure that you are being thankful and grateful for all these different things because we have so many blessings and we don't even realize that we have them. That's the second lesson that I learned. The third lesson that I learned is that you really honestly have no power whatsoever. And, how, and as scary as that sounds, it's true because all power truly rests with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he gives you the power that he chooses to give you and he could take it away at any given time right we are not really in control of our circumstances or anything like that so the main thing here is to really put your trust in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make the to him that he guides you and that he sustains you and he takes care of you because you at the end of the day we really don't have any kind of power all of that belongs with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so we want to make sure that we're worshiping the worshiping him the best that we can you know putting our trust in him because that is what's important right at the end of the day we're not the ones in control as scary as that is okay so the next thing is to make sure that you frame your negative mindset and so what that looks like is okay you know say you're worrying about a final like an exam coming up okay and you're like oh my gosh what if i got like a 76 what if i got whatever like whatever grade you're scared about right and that's terrifying obviously when you don't want to get a low grade and you know you want to do well whatever but here's the thing what you want to do is like okay but what if it's an 85 what if it's a 98 you know whatever like you want to make that negative what if that like you know what if it's a 68 what if it's a 70 into uh what if it's an 87 what if it's a 98 you want to make it positive and then kind of amp yourself up that way and look at your finals as a way to boost your grade you know like turn that nervous anxiety into excitement and that's thing. that's something that people tend to say a lot where they're like okay turn your anxiety turn your nerves into excitement and you can do that just by smiling and you're changing your body language and your body language really does have an impact on how you feel So if you're, you know, taking up more room, if you're stretching out and acting confident with your body, your mind's going to automatically think, okay, you know, like, I've I've got this in the bag. I don't even need to worry about this. And so, as for this week's quote, it's by Angelina Jolie. It's accredited to Angelina Jolie, which I thought was kind of interesting. But, you know, the message is sound. And it goes, the sun doesn't lose its beauty when covered by the clouds, the same way your beauty doesn't fade by being covered by hijab. And you guys have obviously read today's title. You know that today's episode is on hijab tips and hijab motivation. And honestly, like hijab is not a bad thing. Much as the Western narrative tries to tell us otherwise, it's really not. It's something that's just gorgeous, right? And while, while it doesn't really make us more beautiful in the eyes of Western society, it makes your heart more beautiful. Like, it allows you to protect your modesty and to become a better human being. And, you know, your beauty doesn't fade because you're wearing hijab. It just means that your beauty is so special. Not everyone has access to it. Okay, so I want you to keep that in mind as we continue today's episode. Okay, so as for motivation for wearing the hijab, the first thing I want you to do keep in mind is to revisit your intention. Make sure that you are doing this for the right reason. And that it's for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and for his pleasure alone. Because the reward of wearing hijab and the reason why you're wearing hijab in the first place comes solely from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It doesn't come from societal pressures, from you know parental pressure or from you know peer pressure, any of that. It comes from wanting to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala right that's the fundamental thing when you want to start wearing hijab so i want you to change your intention and make it solely for the sake of allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. i want you to revisit it remember your why okay and so then the second thing that i want you to keep in mind is to remember the rewards and what other good things come with wearing hijab that are you know even a part of the reward in this life right so wearing hijab, it preserves your modesty, right? Like, it's not, it doesn't just encompass what you wear, but it also encompasses what you do. You begin to act in a way that is more refined and more elegant. You behave in a better way, right? You're not acting with vulgarity, you're not speaking crude language, things like that, right? And it it protects you from unwanted attention, okay? Like, I was at the gym. I think I told this story before. I was at the gym, you know, working out, minding my own business. And then this guy just kind of takes an eye scan of the room, right? And what happens is, you know, he's scanning, scanning, scanning. His eyes come to me and they don't stop. It's not like he gives me a once over, okay, what is she wearing? No, his eyes just keep going. And that moment really struck me. I was like, man, that's why I wear hijab. You know, obviously not one of the reasons, but that is definitely one of the reasons why. Because I don't get unwanted attention. I'm not bringing other men into sin by them looking at me and finding me attractive. Like, that is not something that's really happening when guys look at me. Because I'm covered and I'm wearing something that is not inherently attractive. And the next thing is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like, increases your dignity. Like, when you wear hijab, people tend to respect you a lot more. And what happens with guys especially is that they know you're not one to mess around with. Like, even Muslim guys, you know, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide them, the Muslim guys that are going around with girls, they know they are not going to stand a chance with you because you value yourself and your iman higher than you do a good time. Higher than you do the desires and the desires and, you know, all those other weird things of the dunya right you value your dean a lot more than the average person so i want you to keep that in mind like guys tend to treat you with more respect like i've noticed this in my personal life you know even at school whatever guys don't mess around okay especially if you're keeping that distance you're keeping guys at an arm's length they don't mess around Okay? it's like your interactions are basically a business deal like you can be nice to them you got you can act towards them with manners and everything and that's encouraged by all means don't be rude but keep them at an arm's length and keep it professional right and you're gonna notice that they just respect you so much more. They're not gonna try to fool around with you have a good time because you're easily let on whatever no you value yourself more than that also. You're not meant to be like everyone else. Save that job for the people who are okay with that. And what I mean by that is it kind of ties into like the whole having a good time and guys, you know, finding you easy is that, you know, when you wear hijab, you're occupying a different role. You're occupying a different level. Your level is different from other people around you, right? You automatically become something different. And it's not a bad different. In fact, it's a good different right you're not meant to look like everyone else because wearing hijab is something that's special it's something that's praised it's something that as a muslim community we love to see okay you're not meant to look like everyone else cuz everyone else you know that's them but you as a muslim woman are wearing this for the sake of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that's something that is so beautiful and so amazing okay don't change how you look to fit in with society because then you're just another somebody right you're just another nobody who blends in with everyone else so the next thing that i want you to think about is to look at women who have a sense of style that you like and this is coming from okay I want to wear hijab but I need inspiration like I don't know how I want to start wearing it I don't know any styles like I just I'm lost so that's where you know people on Instagram girls on Instagram mashallah you know there's so many who have amazing senses of style and it's definitely not hard like all you have to search up is like hijab inspiration and you know you're gonna get hundreds if not thousands recommendations of posts of girls wearing hijab and wearing it beautifully and modestly okay so that's where i would really go for inspiration like outfit inspiration things like that even pinterest pinterest is amazing for that and additionally i have my own pinterest page where i've put like hijab styles you know that muslim girl kind of lifestyle things like that so if you want to go follow me on there it's at the muslim girl podcast i will be leaving the link in the description box But, you know, go look on YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, whatever. Like, whatever you need to do to help you find these different pieces and to kind of give you ideas as to how you should be dressing, go look for that because at the end of the day, that's going to help you so much. That's what I did, honestly, when... I started to have more control over my wardrobe and whatever. I started looking through Pinterest through Instagram and kind of looking and seeing how other girls were wearing their hijab and how they were incorporating these different Western pieces into a modest outfit. So the next thing, the fifth thing that I want you to keep in mind is that at the end of the day, hijab isn't meant for this life okay, the, the rewards of it really lie in the hereafter, and we have to acknowledge that, like, it's not all about the dunya, right, it is about protecting ourselves, and making sure that we're acting modestly, and yeah, sometimes it is going to be hard, but at the end of the day, it's going to be worth it, because inshallah, we're going to have a reward for it, that reward of, you know, protecting ourselves from our desires, and the fitna of this dunya in the akhira, inshallah, right, in Janatul Firdaus and so the sixth thing that I think we don't do at all but we definitely should be doing and especially to help girls get motivated to start wearing hijab is to throw like a hijab party like I'm starting hijab you know like let's all get together and do a bunch of fun things and I think that that's it's just so cute like you know coming together to help you know, your Muslim sisters out like, hey, you know, you're going to start wearing hijab, you know, like, why don't we all just like get together and do this cute little thing? Because we don't acknowledge enough how much struggle and effort goes into like initially starting to wear the hijab, especially if you come from a secularist society where wearing hijab isn't encouraged or you're not surrounded by people who are wearing hijab, you know, like where the majority of people around you aren't. So I think that that's kind of like a fun little thing to do where like, you know, maybe you invite a bunch of your friends over and you guys try hijab styles on each other, you make different outfits, things like that. So as for how to start a hijab, the first thing I want you to remember that it's not going to be easy all the time. Like hijab is a journey and like any journey, it's not going to be all highs or all lows. There are going to be some highs, some lows, some kind of neutral times. You know, you're going to go through the whole thing. Right? Like I always say, growth is not linear. (laughs) And it's as true about hijab as it is anything else. So that's the first thing that I want you to keep in mind. Okay? If it gets hard, that's okay. It's normal. Don't freak out about it. You're just, you know, learning and growing and becoming, inshallah, a better person. Okay? That's all that is. So the second thing that I want you to do here's like where the step parts come in. Okay? Where you actually start to wear hijab. And what I want you to do, step number two, Okay, it's to just start, okay, but start small because you don't want to go, you know, pedal to the metal full 100% and then away you go, right? You start off with a bang. That's great, but soon enough, you're going to run out of steam, okay? And then you're going to feel tired and burnt out when absolutely exhausted, okay? Because growth is a journey, right? Hijab is a journey. And if you start off really, really hard, it's going to be a lot harder for you to really be able to keep yourself motivated, okay? Because you're going to be using up all your motivation in one big beautiful and glorious burst. And then it just goes away and you're not going to want to continue. Okay. So you want to start small. So this can look like wearing it to the masjid on Fridays for Friday salah, you know. Or when you're going out with your friends or you're going to school, you know, start small. But be consistent with it. And then start to build on those different levels that you have, right? Say you're going to the Masala and that's when you're wearing your hijab, then start wearing it when you're going out with your friends and then start wearing it when you're going to school and then start wearing it full time. You know, so give yourself these little steps and celebrate each and every single milestone because that is an accomplishment. The fact that you want to wear hijab and that you're starting to take these small steps, that is amazing, okay? Wanting to wear hijab is half the battle right there and you've already won that half okay, you've won the mental part of it, and the mental part of it is so huge, so I want you to really pat yourself on the back, you know, say, Alhamdulillah, you know, I've gone to that point, and then start to increase those steps, start to make hijab something that you're incorporating into your life, you know, at least weekly, and then daily at some point in time, right, and then full-time, but you want to start small, so you're able to be consistent with it, okay, so the next thing, is to put together hijabi friendly outfits so this kind of ties into the motivation aspect of you know getting your friends together and having each other make outfits you can do that you know here too like you know make it fun because honestly at the end of the day fashion is fun you just have to make it modest and that's not that big of a deal right like you're able to do that no problem So, my biggest tip when you're looking for clothes, like when you're going shopping, is to look for things that are oversized or things that you can layer. So, for example, I got this one turtleneck and I absolutely loved it. It's so cute. But, you know, it's it's tighter so I wouldn't be able to wear it on its own. But I knew that I would be able to layer it with these different jackets or other shirts or vests that I have at home. So, that's how you want to kind of think about the way you're shopping. Okay, can I layer this? Can I wear this underneath something or over top of something? Is it oversized? Is it something that doesn't show my figure? If so, great. If not, then I would really avoid buying it unless you're going to wear it at home and you know you're going to be wearing it all the time. That's a separate thing. But when you're looking for clothes for hijab, make sure that you're very, very mindful about what you're buying. And make sure that it's not stuff that you're buying because you think you should that really does kind of defeat the purpose of it, like of making it fun and to make it something that's personalized. You know, you want it to be something that you feel comfortable in, right? Just make sure that it is modest at the same time. That's the big takeaway. And if you're feeling like you look a little bit plain, not wearing makeup or not showing your hair, whatever... What I want you to do is to start focusing on the things that do make you feel beautiful. So this can be things like focusing on your skincare and and your nutrition. So that your skin ends up looking better. Or working out to feel stronger and more confident in your body. Even though you're not showing it. You know that you you have more security in yourself. Because you worked out and you feel better that way. So it's not that you have to... Be beautiful for the sake of society. You want to be beautiful for the sake of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, right? And that's what hijab is really doing. So that's why you want to put together your hijabi-friendly outfits, and that's why you want to make it fun. So it's easier for you to do this thing to please Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And so the fourth thing is to surround yourself with people who wear hijab and who support your journey people say that your network is your net worth. And this applies to good deeds too. I think this is definitely something that we should think about when we're picking and choosing our friends. You wanna have friends who are proud of you for making strides in your deen to gain closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You wanna be surrounded by a good environment, by an environment of people who love Allah, who love you for the sake of Allah, and who want you to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala too. You don't want to be around people who feel like they need to be better than you, or if they're Muslims, you know, they have this constant competition to be better than you, to see who can be more religious. Like, obviously that's a good thing. You want to compete with each other in good deeds, right? We know that. But to make it like a toxic competition, if you guys kind of know what I'm saying, like, you don't want it to be something that gets to the point where it's like, I have to be better than you. You know, it's more like, okay, let's get better together. That's the kind of environment that you want to be in, right? Like, okay, you know, you help me, I'll help you, we're all going to get better together. So it's really, really key to have a good group of people around you who are supporting you And, you know, people that you look up to as well. Like, you know, try to surround yourself in an environment where people are wearing hijab. And, like, you know, people that you look up to are wearing hijab. You know, if maybe you don't have people in your life who you look up to that do wear hijab, find people online. You know, there are so many people on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, you know, wherever. There are so many people that you can look to for inspiration. So that's all for today's episode. I'm so thankful for you joining me today and listening to what I have to say and inshallah this did give you some more insight and some motivation and hopefully a little bit of inspiration to start wearing hijab or to start wearing hijab better if you've already been wearing it if you are curious about my gratitude journals or my planners I will be leaving those in the description box if you want to go and check them out and lastly your support really does mean the world to me I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you joining me on this amazing and incredible journey. And your support really just does mean the world to me. And if you're one of those people that has reached out to me on Instagram or wants to reach out to me on Instagram, you can always reach me at the Muslim Girl Podcast. I love hearing from you. And I really do appreciate you for taking the time out of your day to be here and to listen to me talk about hijab. I really gosh i really do appreciate it so much if you would like to help me out a little bit i would love for you to leave me a rating and a review wherever you are listening to this podcast and i will see you next time inshallah As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa wabarakatuh